0: Resuming. Weird. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynatholms connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... five, four, three, two, one.
1: Ladies, gentlemen, and nice Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right,
2: here comes the... Booyah! What's up with your boy, Joe? How's everyone?
1: And to my other, other right, coming straight out of Krakoa, weighing in at 178 adamantium-filled pounds, Alfonso X-Man Flores.
3: I'm the best here at what I do, bub, and what I do isn't very nice.
1: And driving in from Gotham City, taking a break from helping out the Batman, we got Devlin, Batmite, Talbert. I am Veggie. Veggie-mite.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: How you guys doing today?
0: So good. Doing good. Doing good. good
1: awesome glad to hear it you know normally I start off by saying hey what did you guys do nerdy this weekend but this time I know because we hung out uh yep. Wondercon was awesome I loved hanging out with you guys just rocked
2: had a great time it was it was quite organized as far as like there was no security this year maybe out in the front to let us in but there was no security inside and I think maybe they only said like a couple of times all day put on your mask but everyone was pretty perceptive to to wearing their mask while they were inside which i it kind of irritated me because it seemed like the ac wasn't on and the mask breathing and then i wear glasses so it was kind of fogging on my glasses so that part was irritating me but it was really nice to be back in some comic-con action just to be around you know vendors you know cosplayers were out front cosplaying so that was pretty cool just to see everybody outside, you know, you could tell like everybody hadn't seen each other for a while. It was like a big old family reunion for a lot of cosplayers and, and people that have been going there for years, because I want to say it's been closed for three years. So it's pretty good to, um, to go back and, and you could tell like some of the vendors weren't there, you know, there was more room between, you know, the aisleways, but overall, it's one of my funnest cons. Uh, I don't know about, um, Alfie and Delvin and Alan, but it's one of my favorite cons. I like going there. It's not as crowded. You can get the same thing you can get at Comic-Con. Like, people always ask me, like, hey, what's the difference between Comic-Con and Winter con Well, the biggest thing that I could say, the only difference is the vendors and everybody's the same. Usually the cosplayers are the same. The only difference is, say, San Diego Comic-Con will have, like, the Avengers, where WonderCon will have, like, CW. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. They're still good actors, right, in their own right. But that's just the kind of celebrities that they get. I mean, we all still watch TV and TV movies and, and sitcoms. So for us, we enjoy both that side of the, the celebrities that they get there and also the main celebrities in, in uh, Comic-Con. But WonderCon gives you more of an access to see stars and have the opportunity to take pictures with them and, you know, like. Sign some um, autographs and pictures signed and stuff like that. So I really enjoy. It. I really enjoy WonderCon.
0: Yeah, my uh, my knees uh, at this point in my <laughs> life they can't handle the sheer size <laughs> that is San Diego Comic Con. So right. it's nice to have something that's a little bit smaller. Uh, definitely smells better. That's nice too. You know, um, yep. and I feel like when I'm at WonderCon, I have more of an opportunity to sit there and talk with artists and creators. Whereas in San Diego, it's like, boom, boom, boom. They just want to get you out and get to the next person. So it feels more close than, than other comic cons in a good way, not close. Like
3: "Ah, you're too close to me. (laughs) Yeah. To me, San Diego has become more about Hollywood, you know, and there's, there's less comic book vendors. There's less, you know, there's all the big booths, which are really nice. But I mean, you know, you gotta remember what the comic cons are all about. You know, it's about it's about the everyday uh, vendor out there with the brick and mortar stores. You know, being able to showcase and you know in the limelight. You know, uh, you have them. You have the artist alley with you know the new up and coming artists or established artists who just haven't really made it to the big three yet. No, there's not three. There's a big two. Mm. Uh, so, you know, really appreciate that about that. Um, <clears throat> uh, and I got there just in time for uh, Uncanny X Men. Panel, um, and that was the place that you know I really wanted to go. I wanted to meet up with, with Joe and and Dukes there, so we all met there. And uh, it was it was a pretty good platform for somebody of my status. <laughs> status I have status now <laughs> <laughs> with my Uncanny X Memes Instagram page because um, I was recognizing people that I follow. They were recognizing people that followed me, and you know, it, and it was it was so cool because like people were like, "You're the X Memes guy," and I'm like yeah, I was, I was surprised, you know, I'm over here being a fanboy about people that I follow. And they're like, after me, like they're following me. And I'm like, this is great. You know, and I'm like, I'm just trying to do a service for people making everybody laugh with, you know, X-Men jokes or, you know, memes and, you know, repurposing of old artwork. Uh, it, it was it was super awesome for me. You know, I, I took a, <laughs> I had to do an X-Men uh, trivia game. Man, I missed it by one question. Dukes and Joe were there cheering me on and just oh, I missed it. So, uh, so far, I mean, that, that's how it started out for me.
1: Uh, the best part of Sunday was pretty much seeing the family, you know, for yeah. lack of a better phrase. You know, all you guys rolled up there and that was awesome. Uh, we saw Steven. So uh, we met Bella and Amanda there. So that was great. It was yeah, my first was cool. time meeting Bella. That was super cool. Um, Just got to walk around. Wes came all the way from Kansas City. Shout out to L7 Cosplay. Uh, Now he's also doing uh, the 3D printing, but it was great seeing Wes. We haven't seen him Mm -hmm. in like four years. That's what it was all about for me on Sunday. Uh, Joe and I went to a couple of panels. I I thought that, you know, one was okay. Uh, I thought the other one, really didn't speak to what we were looking for out of a panel. Mm-hmm. Joe Joe has something sarcastic to say. Go for <laughs> it, bro.
2: So like the panels, like me and Dukes like to go to panels. And what we like to go to panels is we like to go there and, and to learn and to understand how to grow our brand and our podcasts. The funny thing is the first panel we went to basically just regurgitate what Alan has been telling me constantly. So it was just weird to hear it from somebody else, the same thing that Alan's been saying a long time. And basically it's just like, we just need to be more aggressive, you know, we're not aggressive enough. And like I said, you know, with the addition of Alfie, he helps us be more aggressive. And so basically for us, even though we like to walk the floors and we like to meet, you know, the artists that are like an artist's alley, and people that write books, we like to go talk to them and see what they're about. And me and Alan had made some couple connections that we're gonna, in the future, have them on the podcast and talk about their the stuff that they're working on, and their next. Um, so that's gonna be pretty cool. So the one thing that we got away from the panel is just be more aggressive and 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 if you really want something, you got to put in the work. It's never gonna be easy, even if you love it.
1: I had like a cough attack. In one of the panels. <laughs> it was so bad I had to run out. Literally ran out of the panel. Yeah, like I'm in order like, I was like, I have to go. I have to
2: go. Oh, it was bad. Dude, he was like coughing so much. He's like, we got to go. So we go out, we're on the escalator. My man's teary eyed His sniff was there. And he's coughing nonstop because his throat's dry and we forgot to pack the water. And so people were going up the escalators just staring at us. We're like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we're vaccinated, bro. We're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bro,
1: yes. Yeah, the, uh, the panels, I'll say, you know, to Joe's point, I don't think it was a lot of uh, new information, but I always like the reinforcement. And if nothing mm-hmm. else, it tells us we're on the right track. You know, I think the last good panel that we went to, was probably, you know, when we saw Jonathan at Geekscape, uh, you know, him mm-hmm. and Ian uh, and yeah. everything. I think as far as that goes, we kind of walked away, like, really pumped up and, uh, yeah. and inspired. These yeah. panels didn't do that. In fact, Ian, I was listening to, you know, the Geekscape, and he said, like, he didn't really see any panels that he wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was the challenge. Like, the panels weren't really that, They they really didn't talk to me. Like, for Mm -hmm. instance, okay, I'm going to whine. I'm going to (laughs) rant for a moment, okay? Go ahead, go ahead. First of all, we got there in time to have good seats for the Fear Mm -hmm. the Walking Dead panel, okay? So when I went to get Alfonso, Joe had to sit through a Bigfoot panel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the show, Finding Bigfoot, Discovering Bigfoot, Mm -hmm. it wasn't that good of footage, and I apologize for Joe for having to sit through that awful Bigfoot footage, you know? It was wait, like 50% wait. Blair Witch. <laughs> 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 yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't even Bigfoot. It was uh, people saying, oh, what's that sound? Oh, what? Yeah. they Witch said
2: that in the 90s, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's that? yeah. Oh, so what's Joe
1: that? had to sit through that, okay? Then Biggest disappointment of the con for me. You guys know I love Walking Dead. I am loyal enough to watch Fear of the Walking Dead. I didn't watch all of the world beyond. I'm still into Walking Dead proper. But they had a Fear of the Walking Dead panel. So I was hyped. Joe got a seats. We were right in front. I was like in the center so I could Mm -hmm. stare at Lenny James. Lenny James could stare at me. Go (laughs) back and forth. I was ready. And all of a sudden, bam, Zoom comes up. Mm-hmm. There's like a zoom on the screen and oh. the moderator's like, welcome to the fear of the walking dead panel. And I still had hope. Okay. Mm. I was like, Oh, but any second now the stars are going to walk out. And mm. then sure enough, bling, 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 it looked like Hollywood mm. squares. Okay. Yeah. I was off for the day. I didn't want to sit in a zoom meeting and I didn't want to watch Hollywood squares. For real I sense. wanted to be able to stare at Lenny James and say like, okay, tell me about, when Morgan was training on that kendo stick. That's what I wanted to do is ask him those questions. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was, that pretty much sums up most of the panels. I know X loved the uncanny Mm -hmm. X-Men panel. I'll let you tell us what you loved about that X.
3: Yeah. uh, There was, it was uh, moderated by a guy named Dylan Carter. He goes by Warpath Dylan on Instagram. He's a, he's a great guy. He has, you know, he's a couple of his own groups and podcasts and uh, they they had a couple people on there from X Reads the Podcast. Uh, they had two uh, <clears throat> two cosplayers, Michelle Waffalo, and uh, Nerd Alert Cosplay. Michelle Waffalo does amazing work. Uh, found out that you know her mom makes all her cosplays. <laughs> it was kind of cool, <laughs> but uh, she's always going to be like Jean Grey or emma mm-hmm. frost she was she went to the eternals premiere dressed as angelina jolie's character and got got to meet her uh nerd alert cosplay this guy is amazing he was there at the con dressed as uh, weapon x and he had this whole weapon x thing behind him that he was popping out of like busting through a lab you know um but the my favorite cosplay he's ever done he, he did a sinister cosplay and mr sinister was amazing and I'm sorry, I can't forget his his uh, Omega Red cosplay. This, this guy goes on and beyond. He is nuts with his cosplays. Um, then, as well, there was an artist, an X Men artist who actually worked on X Men Evolution, Peter Wynn is his name Nguyen N G Y N. And then there were the big guns. They had Larry Houston, the writer, producer, mm-hmm. front runner for. Uh, the X Men animated series. Uh, I I had the pleasure of sitting down and talking to him at, a, at another con one time, and we just talked and talked and talked. This man, he, he gave me all the secrets, all the nooks and crannies. You know, like why was Warpath there in the in the are uh, not Warpath but Proudstar there in the in the beginning intro. of the uh, mm-hmm. intro, and he wasn't in the in the episodes at all. You know, uh, why the Gremlin was in there? It was a little pink guy on the bad guys' side, running against the X Men. They mm-hmm. never showed him. He wasn't even an X-Men character. He was a mutant, but he was a he was a whole villain. It was ridiculous. You know, they just they threw everybody they possibly could in there. They even talked about Pride of the X-Men when uh, they they had that you know uh, pilot and Wolverine had an Australian accent, and they're like, well, you know, Crocodile Dundee came out. Why do we make him? You know, why don't we make him Australian rather than Canadian? <laughs> so they were trying to get on that popularity. And you know, what's funny about that is later on we got an Australian guy to play Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other two oh my gosh i gotta look at the names I, I got my, it was um uh, eric and julia eric and julia lee walt so mm-hmm. those two they were big big time people when it came to um you know executive producing um, uh, x-men animated series as well and what was cool was we had to go back downstairs to get a badge uh, for my son and while we we're walking down there joe stopped to take a break we walked a little bit ahead and we just ran into them. They were on their way out. We stopped and we talked to them for a good 20 minutes. It was so amazing. They gave us some insight about the new upcoming um, X-Men animated series for Disney Plus. But sadly, we can't talk about that. You know, we had to sign NDAs. No, It was a <laughs> verbal agreement, you know, a smile and a nod. And we're like, okay, we get it. But, oh my gosh, it was so amazing. I, I had goosebumps on top of goosebumps. Mm-hmm. These are people that... You know, not really my childhood, but you know, they shaped, <laughs> I, what I told him, I go, look, thank you. Because you made it possible for all my friends to see how great the X-Men are. I've always known by reading the books, and they were going to pick up comic books when the cartoon came out. Then they're like, Oh, you're onto something here, you know? So those two are great. And then there was another gentleman there who uh, was in charge of X-Men evolution. He's also an artist. I pick up some artwork for him. Um, he did you've probably seen it online. There's like a breakfast club X-Men Evolution picture. Um, oh my gosh. It was all X-Men and I was super stoked. I was beside myself, and it was so good to have my friends there with me to to just, you know, like talk when I couldn't. <laughs> oh, forgot. One more. There was the the juggernaut cosplay. they wanting to see this guy forever. This guy is mm-hmm. huge. Uh it's like human humanoid or human. I'm not I can't really pronounce it on, a, on Instagram, but he I'll put up some pictures when I when I show this. He is amazing. So, what about what about you guys? What did you think of that panel?
2: This is what I have a problem with. Like, I'm okay with cosplayers getting up there, but I felt it took away from Larry, Eric, and Julia some of the questions that I really wanted to hear more from those three. than a couple of cosplayers. I mean, I'm not, I mean, no disrespect to the cosplay. I think they, they do have some good costumes. But for that panel, I felt they're a fan just like we are. I don't need them on that stage. I, I want people that were talking about the animated series because that's what it was about. That's why we wanted to go there. I didn't want to go there. They, I've seen her on, I don't know her name, Michelle. Is it Michelle?
3: Michelle Waffle.
2: Yeah, I've seen her on the red carpet. Hey, that's cool and all. But we were watching X Men probably before she was born. And so for me, that's who I wanted. To, I wanted to talk to Larry and Eric and Julia. And one of the guys had like an awesome question about how they uh, they they tackled Christianity with Nightcrawler, who perceives as a demon. And just to hear them tell the story of how hard it was to get that episode out, and that the main producer was like, "You have to do it right. If you're not going to do it right, then don't do it." And that was just really cool to hear those kind of stories. And you know, and also to to Alfie's point, when when uh, Houston was breaking it down, like those cameos that we were seeing that didn't have anything to do with the episode, that was a shout out to all the people that 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 helped make that series continue because it went up to four seasons. I want to say is it four or five,
3: Alfie? I believe it's four, four.
2: Yeah, it's four. So they said the first season that they did, they they all got fired. And so when we all started watching it, it got the ratings and then they called them all back and said, hey, can you make more? Those are the stories that I wanted to hear. I don't want to hear someone, oh, the outfits is nice and you're on the red carpet and you get to watch movie premieres when all four of us in this chat don't get to see it. I mean, that's cool and all. But I really wanted, you know, more questions towards those three because they were very integral in all of our lives growing up. Because when X-Men first came out, nobody knew the X-Men unless true comic book readers so that just tells you that comic book readers rallied around that tv show for it to keep going not the app not, not the fan that doesn't know anything about x-men it was all of us and eric julian in houston was really adamant about letting us know thank you and we're like we're, thank you and they were <laughs> so humbled and they said without us there would be no x-men
3: Oh, man. And the, the jackets and the hats they had, what it was, they all said, previously on X-Men. I'm like, oh, I want to yeah, be so Yeah, that was mad. so cool. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think yeah. we can, though. I think you have a website. We can get that. I
3: got their business card, which is a signal yep. on the front. Yep. Got all the info. I'm going to go to get myself something there.
1: Nice. <laughs> Shout them out, X. Uh, what What's the website?
3: On Twitter, they're at X-Men T-A-S for the animated series. X-Men T-A-S. Uh, you can email them at xmentas92 at gmail.com. Or you could also visit xmentas.com. So there's no no hyphen. It's just X-M-E-N-T-A-S.
1: That's pretty oh. awesome. They have some really great merchandise. I know Alfonso will be wearing some of it. I'll probably pick up some of the pins because I love getting pins. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for shouting them out, Eck.
3: I do want to take a minute. Sorry. Stephen E. Gordon is a gentleman who was the uh, producer, writer, um, artist for uh, X-Men, X-Men Evolution. Uh, the guy was a great guy. I so said talk with him for a little bit too. Uh, at his booth later. Got a picture with him. I'll post that. It'll be down here somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah. He, they the, Those guys are so great. I can't believe how humble. They're just... They're grateful to us. And it's like, how? I mean, we're so Mm -hmm. grateful to you. It's just like so much mutual respect there. and It's nice to be known. It's nice to know that as a fan, you're you're appreciated. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. people get too big and they're like, beneath me, you're beneath me, move on.
2: To Alfie, when he said I was sitting down. So these two guys decided to go have a conversation with Eric and Julia and take selfies without me. It was like, my spider sense went up, and I looked, and I saw these two guys. It's like, I can't believe these guys. They didn't send me a text. Hey, yo, you need to get over here. They knew where I went to go sat or sit. It wasn't that far from them.
0: <laughs> Selfish.
3: Selfish. <laughs> we didn't even know they were coming. They did a drive-by, and we're like, whoa!
0: I would have called <laughs> you over, Joe. Thank you, Delvin.
3: I appreciate
2: that.
1: No, normally... <laughs> I could come up with a good excuse, but (laughs) we were just so excited. And initially, I was like, Alfonso, do you want to get a picture? And they're like, yeah, sure. I was just supposed to take a picture with Alfonso. But then Alfonso was like, no wait!" And he does like, we can get a picture together. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, at that exact moment, (laughs) Joe walks up. And he Mm -hmm. was just
3: like, betrayal.
1: Yeah, dude.
2: (laughs) I was was like, Justin Timberlake and Black Eyed Peas, dude, where's the love?
3: We would have texted you, but we were too busy on our hands and knees bowing, saying, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. Yeah. And and my thing
1: was, you know, they were headed to their car. They were Mm -hmm. done to their hotel or their car. They were done for the day. But they were still so enthusiastic to talk Mm -hmm.
0: to us.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's like, wow. You know, Mm -hmm. you guys have had so much success in your industry, yet you still take time to talk to us. It's just... So impressive!
2: Larry Houston was the same way. Oh yeah, like, shaking our yeah. hands. Hey, thank you for everything. Because of you, I was just like, man, it's just crazy. Like we're we're big fans, and they're the fans of us. It was, yeah. it was pretty cool. It was it was a unique uh, situation. I was I appreciate it.
1: So let me throw one final WonderCon question out to you guys, which is. We're all nerds, which means we ended up picking something up here, something up there, uh, something we didn't need, and it probably has no place for in our house. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite find?
3: I'm going to have to say my Hot Wheels X-Men Black Blackbird because Mm -hmm. it was originally released in blue, and I got it in black. It's gorgeous. How much was it? Okay. it's Everywhere right now, you get this for $50.
2: Oh, wow. I don't
3: know. I think there was a guy watching the book and he's like, "I don't know. I think it's seven. And I'm like, "Here it is! And boom, bam! I'm done."
2: That is awesome, dude.
0: <laughs> Sleeping on the jets. Nice. Batmite. What'd you find? Uh, I I found Batmite. This little this little Batmite <laughs> figure. Uh, it's like this little Soto pop figure. I just happened to be over in Small Press uh, with my daughter. And she goes, Daddy, look, it's Batmite. And I was like, What? And I looked down, and sure enough, there's this little soda pop can that has a Batmite figure in it. And I am so stoked to have my little avatar with Mm -hmm. me. It cost me all of like five bucks. It's perfect for the podcast, dude. I
2: absolutely love it. (laughs) Yeah. Joe, if you could look in the picture in the background. Oh. And so people that can see it. So I had to buy it. It's a picture of Andrew Garfield saving um, Mary Jane with um, Emma, like. No, Gwen. Sorry. I don't know why I said Emma. That's, um, that's, her, that, oh, that, that's, that's Emma Watson. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but it's Gwen in the background and she's hugging him as, you know, to me, that was one of the scenes that hit me hard when I watched Spider-Man from home because I'm a huge Andrew Garfield fan. I think he's, he's one of my favorite Spider-Mans. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tobey Maguire is an OG. I like him a lot. And Tom Holland's pretty good. But Andrew Garfield, I, I feel is like sometimes the middle child never gets love. And to me, that's <laughs> the middle child. And I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that guy. And that scene hit me. It resonated with me. So I was like, I had to get it. And then I got like, you know, me and Alan both like All Might. So I got like an All Might bottle opener for when I drink some beer. Nice. That's <laughs>
3: Hey, I do want to point out one other thing. So my boy C-Jack from C-Jack's Art World. He did this Brotherhood of Evil Mutants print a while back. And I was like I was gonna go down the street and buy it from him personally but I'm like I'm gonna wait till I get it from you at a con and I finally got it man it's got, see, it's, got it's got sabertooth Avalanche toad mystique uh, blob and pyro and he even gave me a mystique sticker and I cannot wait to put that on something I gotta find something around here to put that on but CJx' nice. art world uh, on Instagram I'll put something down here as well but he is great. For me, there were a few things. I'm going to give a
1: a few shout-outs. So Joe and I were walking around sweating, like just sweating like we were in the sauna, and a gentleman started talking to us, uh, just not about his comic book, but just in general, Uh, you know, how you guys doing, if you enjoyed the con, stuff like that. And it's uh, Mr. Jack Foster. (laughs) Name of his comic book is Gun. The thing that really interested me about this comic book is it, it, has the villain's perspective and it starts off Mm -hmm. from like, he wants to be a villain. He works his way up and it's that journey. That's, that's what it talks about. So uh, we, we told Jack that we were going to review the comic book on the Mm -hmm. podcast. We're going to do that in the future. And he's Mm -hmm. actually actually coming out with volume three soon of his series. So uh, we're trying to get him on the podcast here. So that'll be really cool. Also, uh, I was walking around and a gentleman asked me if I read books And I was honest. No, I do not. I told him, it might make me sound illiterate, but I don't read books. And, and he was nice about it. He's like, well, you know, I'm sure that you watch videos or something. That's okay. And I was like, nah. I just don't read. Um, <laughs> and, and so he had this intimidating book. Hmm. This here? It, this is a dictionary, bro. Okay? Yeah.
0: Don't, don't a ask Dianetics. me if I
1: read and then hand me a dictionary. Hmm. But There's something that really caught me when I was talking to him. It was that his his dad basically said, like, hey, this is my son's work. I'm just here to support him. And that's how I want to be when my son has his ambition. uh, You know, is that, like, I'm here to support him. I'm going to take my weekend. I could be chilling, but I'm here to support my son. So I promised Mr. Jason Michael Primrose that I would actually read – All let's say how many pages this is, Mr. Primrose, because I can't believe you expect me to read 699 pages, Mr. Primrose. I haven't read 699 anything, even 699 words in this entire decade, but you never know. I may, um, I'm going to because I told him by the time we get to Comic Con, I was going to read the name of his Mm -hmm. book is 2052 Time and Salvation. Uh, so I told him I was going to, you know, read the entire book. He was actually in one of the panels that Joe and I had watched Mm -hmm. the previous day. And like I said, he was really nice. He actually took a picture with me and Joe um, and you know, his dad, like I said, if you're, if you're a dad and you're supporting your kid, you're Mm -hmm. taking your weekend, I'm going to support your kid too. I love that for sure. Uh, also got a shout out to my boy until death. I don't know if you guys can see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's uh, you know, basically what he does is he takes things that are, are traditional, uh, and he gives him sort of a modern flair, whether it be adding a, a hip hop element to, you know, like uh, Disney stuff or, or more of a modern punk edge, or he might take like wrestling stuff and mix it up a little bit. So you can actually find him at lcapitanic.com. Mm-hmm. Lcap, I just call him Lcap because uh, yeah. his his website name's incredibly long. It was really great to see him. He's always really cool. I see him at a lot of conventions and I love his stuff.
0: My uh, my buddy John actually picked up a couple of pieces from that El Capitan ink guy. Uh, I don't know if you saw it there, but uh, the Mickey Mouse Michael Jordan, where he's doing the famous dunk pose. Oh yeah, he yeah. picked up that piece, and then he also did one where it was uh, Spider Man doing a dunk as well. He picked up yeah. both those pieces. Oh, that's See, awesome!
2: Like, yeah, I like to do the political. You know, like what he what El Capitan does, bro. He takes like the the innocent stuff and, and puts a little street swag on it. Yeah. Nice. So, like, that's what I like about it. Like, it takes you back to the hood. Street swag. See, Joe? Joe just does not so well.
1: <laughs> My number one acquisition. Every time I walk around booths, I look and I see Deku. I see Bakuga. And yep. I say, do you have any All Might? And they say no. And so I was walking around and I found finally An All Might action figure that I can stand up. I love All Might because he never gives up. He Mm -hmm. keeps moving forward. He's there to inspire other people. And I'm like, dude, that's what I love about All Might. Is he Mm -hmm. smiles in the face of adversity. He smiles for those who can't smile. So I I was like, wow, I finally found some some All Might. Uh, That made my day right there is when I found a piece of All Might. So that was my number one thing.
3: Let me quote All my real quick. <clears throat> I am here. Hey, real quick, Devlin, uh, that one artist, the pirate guy, what, what was his name again?
0: Nigel Say, uh, uh, Sade, S-A-D-E. Yeah. So this guy has been going to the, the cons for decades, really. Uh, so you can check him out on Instagram and Facebook, uh, The Art of Nigel Say, Sade, S-A-D-E. Uh, dude's amazing. He's got these really cool concept uh, pieces where you'll see like uh, the famous ships from all of our favorite sci-fis. They'll be in like a uh, upward profile kind of position with really cool art behind them. Uh, guy's stuff is great. Uh, and he's always showing up to con dressed like a pirate. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and how many pieces
3: of work, his work do you own?
0: One, oh. somewhere. <laughs>
3: Could have sworn it was more. No,
0: no. It's just one. It just one. <laughs> We're
3: always about to buy something. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that, that's cool. Hey, Alan, after you read that book, let me read it because I got to – I want to make sure we both read that book before we get the Comic-Con. A little motivation for you to read it first. Because if you're
1: waiting on me to finish reading, bro, like you know that I'm going to finish it like a day before the con.
2: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You probably yeah. – no doubt. You probably – if you do that.
1: If I do that, no, I'll finish it. I'm gonna start mm-hmm. reading. Like, let's say I'll mathematically work it out. So, like, okay, nice. they're exactly ninety eight days until the time. <laughs> if I read this many pages, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll read it pro, and then I'll get it to you. Cool. Yeah, so overall, I have to say that WonderCon was pretty good. Having gone to WonderCon does this make you excited for San Diego Comic-Con or do you feel like WonderCon's just overall a better experience?
2: I think Comic-Con, um, it's going to be in the summer. So the mask was so brutal with no AC. And we all know San Diego Comic-Con never has the AC on. And it's just going to be straight hot summer. And sorry, Dolan, you will be smelling some stank. Because San Diego Comic Con is known for that, it's just gonna be stink on ya. But (laughs) but we, I'm kind of looking forward to like probably um, networking some more. I think that's what I'm looking forward to is hitting up the artist alley again and see, you know, like anybody that's a Kickstarter or something going on that maybe have a a volume of of uh, comics already out and they have a new project. So I'm looking forward to connect and. And, and networking and meeting more people that way. I think I've changed my whole goal for Comic-Cons now is just to go out there and network and meet people and to grow together because, you know, you know everybody can help each other grow. And so, like, that's my mission now, not so much seeing celebrities anymore, but more so, like, just connecting with the average person that's trying to do what we're trying to do and, you know, spread love, nerd fandom stuff. <laughs>
3: I me mean, personally i'm all about the photo ops you know what i mean just so you know if you're out there dressed as an x-men character i'm getting a picture with you all right and if your costume is cool otherwise i'm still gonna get a picture with you i'm gonna get a picture with you i'm gonna get a picture with devlin with you i'm gonna get a picture with dukes with you i'm gonna get a picture with joe with you. i'm shooting you i'm stop i'm shooting all you i'm like deadpool
2: Yeah. Wow.
3: <laughs> but um yeah the picture man and I, I think I did a better job this year than I've done most, where I get the people's information to where I can actually tag them in it, because I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they put a lot, of, a lot of hard work into it, and they do a oh, lot yeah. of good stuff. So I should definitely, you know, be more obligated to, to you mm-hmm. know, share with the world who they are. Uh, but yeah, there were some amazing cosplays this year. Um, you're right, Anaheim wasn't, didn't smell bad at all. But yep. San Diego is going to be a different story. But just so you know, next thing's going to be coming to you from the NWO, baby. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, the X Men, the, the the guy that did the Wolverine, he had the Weapon X and the whole yeah. get up. I mean, he that's the guy that was on a panel. I mean, don't get me wrong, him and right. Michelle's cosplays are off the chain. His sinister is yeah. freaking dope. Yeah, it's nerd alert cosplay.
3: Interestingly,
1: I I started following him and I yeah. didn't realize that because I mean he does like uh, Mortal Kombat stuff and it's really yeah. good. He does Street Fighter and it's really good, uh, but I didn't realize that his X Men stuff was so good. So. so good yeah that weapon x that he did who thought obviously he did like hey you know what i want to do i want to create an entire structure to enhance my cosplay Mm -hmm. it's like wow that's one of those things where people are constantly evolving the art of cosplay you know some people might add like uh, master jedi does an incredible job of building mechs for Transformers. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's like everyone looks at like, okay, what's my niche? How can I create my own style in cosplay? And him doing that, creating that backdrop was just sick. It was awesome.
3: (laughs) Uh, Speaking of cosplays too, real quick, should give my daughter a shout out. She dressed up as William Afton uh, from Five Nights at Freddy's. She's not one of the animatronic things, but it's kind of like – William Afton, I guess, is the person who kind of fixes the animatronics and at one point gets stuck in one because, you know, it got all wound up in the gears. Um, But to me, it was like such an obscure thing. And I'm like, you know, she's telling me, about everybody knows about the bears and the rabbits that are all animatronics killing everybody. I go, but people are going to know you. You know, it's like so obscure. And we're walking around and people are like, oh, can I get a picture with you? Can I get a picture with you? I was like, what? I was taking a picture with Batman. I dropped myself on the ground and she went to go pick it up for me. And three little girls were standing around her all giddy. <laughs> and I'm like, are you guys wanting to take a picture with her? They're like, oh, yes, please. We'll wait. It's okay. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. She did such an amazing job. and it was, it was kind of a simple throw together outfit that, you know, mm-hmm. we did in a week because, you know. We didn't, we didn't. really have a lot of notice for this. I guess we did, mm-hmm. but you know, we kind of put it off to the end. And then my son, he dressed up as Iron Man. You know, he put on his classic, uh, standard Halloween Iron Man suit, and you know, he went around the con. And he was taking pictures with every single Avenger he possibly could. Um, he got together a couple of Iron Men. Uh, he fought Skeletor. You know, man, the kid was he. He had such a blast. But <laughs> about twelve thirty, he was like, "When's mommy picking me up? <laughs> I'm so tired. It's so loud."
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Devlin, uh what are your thoughts on hitting San Diego Comic-Con? You think you're uh you're interested more now because of
0: WonderCon? Uh no. No. It, it, at max if I'm going to go, honestly, it's just going to be to the outside stuff. Uh they do such a great job of like encompassing the entire city, the entire yep. downtown uh San yep. Diego area for mm-hmm. for Comic-Con that for me, because there's so much room to like move around and like not feel like I'm crowded in, it's a better experience. Like I have a better time walking around out there. So I, I may mm-hmm. uh, go down one of those days, but yeah. uh, I'm not going on the on the floor. I know that for sure. <laughs> we always ghost Thursdays. Yeah, we call it ghosting
1: the con. Yeah. So the first day Thursday, yeah. so put it in your books now, Alfonso. Get the day off. I'll get the day off too. Yeah, uh, we go down there Thursday, we ghost the con and mm-hmm. walk around. Like, um, one time I was standing for a Walking Dead exhibit. I didn't even go on that, I don't think. But anyway, I was standing in Walking Dead and ended up on a Walking Dead commercial because I was uh, ghosting the con. Uh, and they have a cool carnival thing there. Like, the last time Comic-Con was open, not Comic-Con Special Edition, but the Comic-Con before that, they it, they turned an area into like one of the scenes from Shazam, of mm-hmm. uh, like the carnival scene. Yeah. Uh, there's Yeah. It's so great. You can have so much fun just mm-hmm. ghosting the con. But what I will say, get there early because it gets hot and oh, make yeah. sure that if there's like something you really want to see, like, you know, like, Oh, I'm a game of Thrones fan or Shazam fan or walking dead fan get there early because by the time you get through that first exhibit, Everything else is super crowded. It's like a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour oh, yeah. wait. Yeah.
2: But I like yeah. it because it makes it to where you don't have to buy Comic-Con tickets to enjoy the Comic-Con.
3: Yeah, Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can meet celebrities out there, too. I ran into uh, Chickless out there one one year. He was he was just out looking at one of the things. I'm like, dude, Sophie. <laughs> You're not like even going to talk about the
0: multiple times that you've met Kevin Smith outside of Comic-Con? That's like right. down in San Diego at the time of Comic-Con, <laughs> but not on the floor of Comic-Con.
3: Yeah, yeah back, back when K, uh, K-Rock had the Kevin and Bean show for their morning show, they would go there every year and they would do a morning show about 6 a.m. I'd roll out of bed, I'd climb over there and, you know, just hang out with them. And, you know, I would be everybody. But Kevin Smith was my favorite, you know. So it's like every time Kevin Smith was there, I was there getting pictures with them. You know, I think I, I walked down the 7-Eleven with Bean uh, from Kevin and Bean. Uh, Mike, oh, who else? Uh, Mike Catherwood, and, and Dave the King of Mexico. So, if anybody of you guys listened to that show at one time, you'll know who I'm talking about. Um, uh, Will Farrell, I met him out there. Seth Green. Uh, there was just Nick so Swartzen. Great. Swartzen. Oh, man. Oh, El- Aziz Ansari, too. Met him in the elevator. Yep. I, was, I felt kind of bad. I interrupted his phone call.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we also saw Yaya Yin, or Yayan... Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, 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 Han.
2: yeah, yeah, Han, yeah, yeah, we
3: That's got to cool. We got to get a good picture with her. She
2: was awesome. So, yeah, gracious. she was eating lunch and she didn't mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm
3: so sorry, but we're not going to get very many opportunities. <laughs> cool. Yeah. You guys when dressed up as Dudley boys. That was the best cosplay ever because it was so it was so simple. You let you guys look so perfect and you got so much recognition. I mean, I was pretty much a cameraman mm-hmm. that day. Just shooting pictures left and right. It was great.
1: Yeah, that was one of those where I just looked at the Dudley boys one day and I said, yeah, (laughs) you can do this.
2: Yeah, I I was totally against it. I was like, "I ain't no one going to know us, man. No one's going to know us. And sure enough, man, what was the biggest – you know, I was actually talking about that today because one of my drivers, Mike – shout out to Mike. um, We were talking because he's been watching old school WWE and we're talking about WrestleMania – and I was like, yeah, we went as the Dudley Boys. And I was telling them how Devon and Bubba both acknowledged our cosplay. Bubba on um, Twitter and Devon on Instagram acknowledged us as the Dudley Boys and said we did them proud. So that was huge for
3: us. That was good. And what Ziggler said, he had to do a, a double take when he saw you guys. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. That was cool. He's like, wait yeah, a minute. Was- I think I fought you guys before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, for me, I
1: feel like WonderCon – didn't get me more excited for comic-con because i know the difference now yeah WonderCon is a fun intimate experience where you get to hang out with your friends and you can actually walk together in a group and you can stop and have a conversation you know to joe's point earlier you can stop and like talk to the artists and get to know them and find out about what they're doing and make connections comic-con's just a beast man yeah. You know, you feel like you're being hurted and, you know, we, we get there at like three o'clock in the morning and we're sprinting through the halls and we're getting wristbands so that we can possibly get an autograph. It's just it's so hectic and so overwhelming. Yeah, it's cool. You mm-hmm. don't even want to go on the panels yeah. because you have to stand in line for like, let's say, if you're lucky, 45 minutes. But most mm-hmm. people like four hours. Yeah, To see a panel. And yep. so Comic-Con, yes, we're going to be there. We hope we see everybody. Uh, there are friends and family that we're looking forward to seeing again. But I just feel like WonderCon is probably my favorite as far as the mm-hmm. size, uh, the, the level of panels that they have there. Normally this year was kind of stinky. But yeah. normally the panels that they have there – yeah, uh, it didn't make me want to go to Comic-Con more. It just made me appreciate what WonderCon has to offer.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hey, you know, one thing I do want to point out, too, you guys, one of you mentioned that, you know what? The, the in I love about uh, WonderCon, there's always like a dance party out by the fountain. Right. There's always music Mm -hmm. playing. There's people are just having such a great time. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody's getting each other's face about anything. It's just it's a blast. I mean, Aquaman did did get mad at me when I asked him what kind of fish it was. But other
0: yeah, WonderCon, you're not going to have anybody stab anybody else with a mechanical pencil in Hall (laughs)
3: H. (laughs)
1: It's interesting because I remember going to WonderCon years ago and Hip Hop Trooper would just be standing around. With mm-hmm. his boom box, waving at people, yep. taking pictures with people. And I feel like he started that whole dance party. He you totally that- he did. Yeah. He totally did. But now, I hate to say the younger kids, like we're the mm-hmm. old dudes, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> the younger kids kept that tradition going. Oh, yeah. It was cool. And he started that. And that's mm-hmm. really cool that, like, he started this years ago and mm-hmm. people continue it. You know, that's what makes one. Wonder- yeah, you're right, Alfonso. That's a tradition that carried through for so many generations and that dude started it. Now he's in Atlanta. Uh, you know, he's probably at dragon con all the time, but Mm -hmm. that legacy continues for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you he's doing it there. Speaking of which we all got to hop on a plane and go to dragon con. My, my sister will let us sleep in her basement. Nice. (laughs) Um, It's a nice basement guys. Okay. (laughs) It's a nice basement. She'll let us sleep in the basement. (laughs) we can go to we can go to dragon con it's very nice so we need to check out dragon con sometime
2: as, as long as you don't hear no claws in the pipes
1: well gentlemen this brings us to the end of this episode of the nerd world order broadcast it's been really great uh talking about WonderCon. so until next time ladies gentlemen and knights of the nerd world order i am nwo
3: we are nwo
0: nerds redefined
2: booyah